0: Hey, this is Yoda Lucy, and you're listening to the Rough Concept Podcast. Solange is blasting through my ears as I crack open the June issue of Vogue magazine with one hand and scissors in the other. I love this part. I scour through the pages, seeking to evoke the feeling I had when inspiration hit me. I was having a conversation with a close friend and we were talking about making room for ourselves. And as women, we sometimes create our own barriers, place shackles on our own wrists. We forget we have the power to expand and take up space for ourselves. My friend and I, we're usually riding the same wave when we ring each other to vent about pain points. It's incredible and kind of spooky at the same time. (laughs) But I ran across some images of women, one standing with confidence, though. You can tell the photographer took the photo at a lower angle, right? She looks so powerful, for real. Like she's standing 10 toes down in confidence, standing in her power, taking up space. This image is proof that I can do this even when I'm not feeling it. It's proof that I can look at myself and know my light shines whether or not anyone else sees it. Her. I love her. I feel her. And my friend would too. I placed a torn piece of paper alongside the words, colors, quotes, and all the other images I collected. Little did I know, this would be the collection that would encourage women to make room for love, community, sisterhood, growth, confidence, and abundance. The mood board is where I dream and bring visual representation to the emotion I want my work to capture. The ideas refined while also being flexible when new insights come to light. The mood board is a place for me to get lost, a place where I can create, grow, and learn from. Here, I am free. I can dream, I can be myself, I can be loud and colorful. I can find inspiration in the most unexpected places and turn them into something amazing. The mood board is my playground, where I get to play with colors, lines, shapes, and words until they all come together like a puzzle that has its own mysterious story to tell. Don't get me wrong, I don't always use mood boards. Sometimes I just start painting and let my work speak for itself. Other times I turn to Pinterest and save a ton of images and words to a board for inspiration. Sometimes my mood board is digital, but we all need flexibility, right? And there are times when a mood board helps me get the creative juices flowing and keeps me on track throughout the creative process. Kind of like a roadmap, right? I saw someone mention how they were no longer making vision boards for the new year and they wanted to make mood boards instead. And I can see why. It's so much easier to create a mood board than it is to stick to a vision board for the long haul. I mean, this is my opinion and this is how I feel about mood boards. So I may be a little biased. (laughs) I think that mood boards are more of an artistic way to view how you wanna live. Kind of like creating your own life. And I'm always down to capture an (laughs) aesthetic. A visual representation of the life that I want to create for myself. Mood boards allow you to explore your thoughts and feelings about the future without feeling locked into one particular path or outcome. And I can live with that. This is how I take this journey. But what I love about the creative process is that it's not the same for all of us. Take a listen and learn how this creative navigates their process.
1: Yeah. So I'm Gina Holliday. I am a full-time illustrator. I'm also a, a, an author. I illustrated and authored my first children's book, Spoonful of Faith, last year, 2021. Oh, wait, 2022. 2022. <laughs> what year are we in? But I run a company called Spoonful of Faith. It's my illustration and design company. Within that, I do illustration for books and publishing, sorry. Um, I also run uh, my own online shop and um, work with small business owners on illustration projects. And then I also license my artwork um, and sell my artwork on products that are sold at retail stores across the nation. So that's a little bit about my work, about my like physical business. But the art that I create um centers women, Black women, women of color, in a joyful, whimsical, restful imagery. And that's really important for me. Um, and that is weaved with encouraging, uplifting words of encouragement, um, many of them based on my faith and my scriptural reference. So that's a little bit about my work and what I do. I'm from uh I'm from Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis. I'm not really from Minneapolis I mean, I'm from Minneapolis, <laughs> but I'm like 20 minutes north of Minneapolis now. I'm a wife. I've been married for 10 years. I have um, two kids: a seven-year-old daughter and a, or, well, a nine-year-old daughter and a seven-year-old son. So that's a little blurb about me. I don't know if there was like an exact moment that this happened, but I think it's always kind of been ruminating in me because I think I just never really saw a lot of representation of myself or like of women that I knew or like that really felt like it connected to me. And like growing up and just in media and like, you know, what I saw like on television or found in books didn't really represent me. And even if I did see minimal representation of black women, or women of color. It's still, there were so many different facets to who we are. And so like, as um, the middle child of seven, I have four sisters. So I grew up seeing so many representations of, you know, my parents basically put together a child, <laughs> right? And then also so many representations of a uh, black woman. And so I just started to draw. And a lot of things that I drew were women. And I didn't think anything of it. But as I look back, I see that uh, the women I drew were the women I saw in my life, the women that represented the women I loved. And it was also what I wanted to be shown forth of Black women and women of color. And so I don't think there was anything that like sparked it initially. But it's always easier to look back and kind of see, like, oh, that—that's what I was doing all those years. The process, I would say, is is similar, but it starts from a different place. So, like, usually, it'll start from like journaling, or maybe something that I'm meditating on, or like a thought that I'm I can't kick, or like a scripture that's just staying with me, or teaching me lots of things, or a word, or something like that. Maybe I'm feeling inspired by, like, the season, right, of, like, oh, it's spring or it's summer, and I'm feeling inspired to, like, make something um, during that time. And so I will usually gather inspiration. So I kind of start out the same way, gathering, like, information, inspiration, whether that's just through my life, like, through my own photos, my own walks, um Things that are, you know, going on in my life or I'll go gather inspiration on like just things that I'm seeing on social media or Pinterest. I like to collect things. So I'm always making like boards. I'm always making like lists of things that I like. I just gather. I'm always gathering is ne- like, I'm never, it, that never turns off with me. I'm always saving something or like for later. <laughs> So then when I it comes to time to like create, I have so many things to like pull from and I can kind of decide what direction I want to go to. And then from there, I usually will sketch out ideas. So I always start with a sketch and sometimes it just doesn't turn out how you want it to. <laughs> like it's idea my head, this this thing and then I'm trying to make it and it's not doing what it needs to do. And so either I'll scrap it and like start over or I'll keep going. Like, you know, you have a choice. You can keep going and you can like stop. Right? <laughs> sometimes though, like I, if I keep going, sometimes I just have to stop and like be like, I'm gonna come back to this tomorrow. Because your ideas will be so different the next day. And so I I would say like, the actual logistics of doing the illustration is the same, but like where I gather the inspiration and how I began it is different. And then I, and then when it's something I make for myself, I take more time with it unless it's just like an idea that's just dropped. If it's an idea that's like, make this right now I can just get it done. But it's like something that I'm like been ruminating on. I want to make, I want to like, to be a certain way is not coming out, I can take my time with it and I can come back to it and I don't have to rush it. And so the process is so much longer. So yeah, there's some big differences between like working or doing it for someone and then like just creating for the sake of creating. Probably the the vis- envisioning, like the mood boarding, because I am a vision, like I'm just a visionary person. So I like to see, so like the I- ideation, brainstorming, dreaming up the, the ideas of where I'm going is probably my favorite part of the process. And then on a flip side, I would say like another thing that kind of relates to that and probably why I like it a lot is like whenever I try like new mediums, like new things, like that's always really fun because... It's like new thoughts, new ideas, new brainstorming, new vision. And I think that's why I really love that part of the process, like the beginning of it. There's something like that sparks in the beginning of it.
0: To hear more from this conversation, tune into the Rough Concepts Artist Corner episode this Friday. Create a mood board that represents your current state of mind. What's been the topic of conversation in your circle? What colors do you gravitate towards? What shapes, textures, patterns have been showing up in your life? Is there a common thing that keeps popping up everywhere? I invite you to make your own collage of inspiration to see where it leads you. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope that today's discussion sparked your creativity and inspired you to embrace your unique journey. Don't forget to share your thoughts, stories, and creations with me using today's creative prompt from the episode. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes, leave a review, and let's continue to support and inspire one another on this incredible journey. Until next time, keep creating.